1: We can find instant satisfaction in almost anything these days. Sleepy? Instant coffee. Need to sell your car fast? Car sales? Instant offer. That's right, sell your car the instant way and get it done with Australia's most trusted site for cars. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP 01005. Well, it's been an interesting year for women's rugby in this country. Uh, Some really good stuff and some not quite so good stuff behind the scenes. But yesterday we did get some great news. The Black Fern Sevens are set to make their long-awaited return to the World Series circuit in Canada at the end of the month. The squad to travel to Vancouver Island was announced yesterday, uh, which includes 11, 11 of the Olympic gold medal champions from Tokyo, including our next guest, Captain Sarah Hirani, of the Black Ferns. And uh, Sarah, you've been on the show before. So good, we had to have you back. Uh, How are you going?
0: Morning, Smithy. I'm really good, thank you. How are
1: you? I'm really cool. Uh, You're getting the band back together. What a great thing. 11 gold medal winners (laughs) out of 13. What a a, a reunion.
0: Yeah, finally. eh? It's, It's crazy to think about it like that. 11 and then obviously we've got two others who have played a lot of experience for our team. So, It's a a pretty exciting time for us to be heading back um, across the world and playing against other international teams.
1: Of course you've had uh, a few things on the agenda uh, away from the Sevens and that includes of course uh, Super Rugby or Picky, Can you tell us, uh, now that you've had time to sit down and think about it uh, just the the experience itself how did you find it?
0: I absolutely Um, loved my time with the Hurricanes Power. It was nice to be able to go home and represent my home region Um, to be honest it was For a real interesting time. We got to a stage of six of us um, who didn't have COVID in our team out of a squad of 28 or something. Um, So it created its challenges. We were in a bubble. We weren't really allowed to see each other. But we finally got onto the field um, and, I thought, put out two pretty good performances and won our last game. So, yeah, it was awesome to be able to play 15s again, playing here in New Zealand. Um, and you get just in front of our home um, family and friends. Uh,
1: Sarah, it was a, a, an abbreviated version, I think, of what they initially wanted to have it because of time constraints, uh, COVID, et cetera, mm-hmm. but um, do, do you think it was a nice forerunner of things to come?
0: I it exactly. It's, it's the start of something um, a lot bigger than what it was. It was um, getting getting um, teams into franchises. I know that um, in the Hurricanes, we were very well looked after from the Hurricane Super Club and I, like I know, it's just going to get uh, continuously get better. It's now provided girls with an opportunity to have experience at that level before they head into Black Ferns camps, um, which is a big step up from Farah Palmer Cup. And it's yeah, I think it's going to continue to grow, and hopefully maybe one day we see a Trans Tasman competition with Australia, or even um, a bigger competition than that.
1: Uh, Sarah, look, returning back to the sevens, um, uh, is it just like getting back on the bike for you girls? I mean, you know, you, you know, you know the game so well, I mean, you're the best in the world at it. Uh, is it as easy as just getting, getting back on the bike and starting again, or what, did, what adjustments do you have to make?
0: Oh, I don't, I don't know if you can class sevens as easy at, at, at any time, but um, it's definitely been nice being back in the sevens environment around the same people. Um, being here, you learn so much, it's it's tough, but like the, I think the toughness on the field creates the massive bond that we have off the field. And we've been like other than the Olympics, we've been waiting for this moment for three, two and a half years now, and all of that time still consisted of training together, away from each other. Um, so Bucket's actually, we're all like, finally, this moment has come where we can travel on Sunday, where we can play in the international tournament. So I, I'd say the energy is going to be pretty big come the weekend when we get to travel.
1: What has Coach uh, Corey Sweeney's uh, main focus been uh, since you've been back together as such?
0: Just that, getting us back together, creating combinations and connections again. Um, obviously, we do have a very experienced team, but... We have all also been in and out um, over the last few months. So we've been playing a lot against each other at trainings. Um, the only, yeah, the experience comes when you get to play alongside the people who you will um, get to. So a lot of game time. Um, there's been a lot of competition for the last few weeks. So, yeah, I think our team's been um, going pretty well. And I think Corey's pretty happy too. It's a pretty tough team to pick, to be honest.
1: So, in terms of uh, fitness, is there a, a different type of fitness aerobically between sevens and fifteens? Fifteens played over 80 minutes, more stoppages, sevens quick fire stuff, a lot more sprinting, a lot more covering etc. over a short space of time. What about the fitness type for those two, two forms of the game that you have to get used to? Yeah, I
0: think um, obviously having overall fitness for both is, is pretty important fifteens you run a lot more K's, um, and like you said, have a have a lot more rest. But in the sevens game it's you've got fourteen minutes and you have to be on the whole time and the amount of um, like high mets or sprint meters in, in sevens is is extremely high and someone who's not too fast, um, you have to be a little bit more fit to keep up with those speedy ones like Porsche and Minnie and, and the like. So it is different but I think luckily in sevens that we train it every single day, your, your base fitness is quite high anyway. So, um, But, yeah, it's, it's not easy, and especially when you're playing a high-speed game and having to make decisions on the fly um, and then quick turnaround.
1: OK, so uh, we know 11 of the 13 pretty well because, after all, you are our Olympic champions. But to tell us a wee bit more about Jasmine Hottam and Tarina Tatamaki. Te
0: well um Tana Tatamaki has a silver medal from um, the Rio Olympics so she's been has has a lot of, a lot of experience um, she's been in our program for a while and, and and she's one of the people who knows the opposition inside out um, she does a lot of work to help um, build the program and she was actually one of the people who um, helped the, our team won a gold medal because of the stuff that she'd done off the field so i um, excited to see her get her opportunity um, and then Jasmine Hotham is still a young girl in our program but she, she's she got some speed on her so I'm sure she's going to be running up when she gets her chance um, on the series and uh, plays centre, good ball carrier um, and has played uh, I think one world series tournament um, and then a few times against Australia and Fiji before the build up to the um, to the Olympics last year, so yeah, it's exciting for those two to get the opportunity again
1: though. Well you haven't been able to be at the World Series, but have you been uh, Have you been watching it, paying much attention to it?
0: Yeah, I think I've watched um, those games a few times especially the teams that will be playing in our pool, but I did find it actually real hard at the start, especially last year when they were playing in Dubai to watch the games. Um, I think just like my attitude towards it that we weren't there, um, that like we were sitting at home um, and while everyone else was playing and accumulating points on the World Series and I think that was probably the most frustrating part is you win a gold medal and then you have to sit at home and wait um, for your chance to be able to well, one, defend our World Series title which unfortunately we haven't been able to do um, but now it's actually watching as many games as I can to get prepared to, to play these teams
1: The Australians uh, have had a pretty good time of it in your absence they've won three out of the four events how... how how have you uh, looked at them? and Have they kicked on a wee bit since the Olympics, do you feel?
0: Yeah, I think so. I think they've got some really um, really great players and young players in their team at the moment. And obviously, like you know the feeling when you are disappointed from a, from a pinnacle event. And obviously, they would have been from the Olympics. They would have got straight back into training. Um, they would have been doing everything they can to be a better team. Um than what they were at the Olympics, so I know that they're going to be a really hard team to face um but we also they also don't have the experience that we have um in, in winning clinical events like across the board so it's going to be it's going to be exciting if we get to play them um I hope we do, and I hope yeah, we're we're successful as well
1: what about other uh other sides um I mean every time you win one uh, you become the benchmark for for the game i mean it's just like um, the All Blacks uh, 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 you know, for a long time they were the, the side that people looked up to to try and improve uh, do you see that coming through on other sides too uh, outside Australia?
0: Yep, France definitely there I think Fiji has come into their own over the last couple of years um, and even after their success in um, Tokyo they carried on their form um, they played the uh, first two tournaments in Dubai and Like, every team now, they get younger players who are quick, who are strong, um, and the game of sevens, I think, will just continue to evolve because of that. Um, And and I like it in the women's game is where each team is trying to play a different style. um, And it just, like, you have to be continuously thinking of what can we do to be better. And I think that's probably one thing that we always try, and that's a goal of ours back here, is, can we change the game to, so then no one can like try and defend us or attack us or whatever the way that we're looking at it. But I think every team has to do that if they want to try and win tournaments because sevens is hard.
1: Well, speaking of attack, uh, Portia Woodman, who was uh, iconic, of course, uh, around the world, is uh, just five tries away from being the first female player to score 200 tries in sevens. I mean, that that is amazing. How has she looked in training.
0: Oh, she looks absolutely amazing. I'm scared for people who have to defend against her. I'm lucky I get to pass through the ball, to be honest. But she's been out of the game for a long time, but other than the Olympics, um, sorry, the World Series for a long time. And like you said, five tries off, being the first female to score 200 tries, and she's still been out for four years, and no one's even still come close to that. Like, that is scary. and um, just shows how much of a freak she really is, Um I know she won't mind me saying that, but I'm just excited for her to even... Like, she's now talking about just excited to get on a plane, go to um, a tournament. Like, that's how she looks at playing sevens um, and, and travelling again. So I'm, I'm sure she's going to have a lot of fun on this tour um, and on and off the field.
1: Uh, one of the names that's missing quite clearly is uh, Ruby Tui. And aside without Ruby Tui for a number of reasons, if not only the, the play on the field, but... Um, the way she's received off the field as well is quite unusual. So she's not going to be there, which will be um, a bit unusual, I guess, for the girls. But uh, she's opted to uh, to stay on and train for or try and focus on the Black Ferns ahead of the World Cup. So juggling 15s and 7s commitments must get a bit tricky. How do you manage to do it?
0: Um, yeah, I, I, like I um, am going to miss Ruby. She, she, although she has been training with us um, a few days a week just to keep up her fitness and things like that so it it, it will be a lot different um, and but like I, I love that she's made this decision for her she's obviously um, hasn't yet played for the Blackburn 15 side and really wants to fully commit to to try and make that team so oh, it's an exciting time for her um, and she's pretty much done it all in sevens as well so but she's still around. She still helps us out, especially with the off-field um, leadership and, and culture side of, of our game. And so really fortunate for that. But it is, it is hard in the sense that we're obviously training for two separate games. But I think the the skills are still um, somewhat transferable. But, um, yeah, obviously Ruby's decided to do that. And, and it, yeah, it's, it's pretty cool for her.
1: Well, Cyril, we've just had a, a cricket World Cup for women, which uh, was I think regarded as pretty successful, apart from the fact that uh, our girls weren't able to make it through to the playoffs. But aside from that, I think it so uh, lifted the profile of women's cricket in this country and around the world, the way it was brought to everybody. Um, I think uh, this is probably going to be one of the most exciting times for for women's rugby the next uh, six to eight months in this country. If if you look at cricket as a guideline, uh, then rugby's got a lot to make out of this, I think.
0: I absolutely loved the cricket World Cup. So the, um, it playing here in New Zealand was yeah, an absolute buzz, and like I'm absolutely proud of the way that the white fans um, played, how themselves. They played some amazing, exciting matches. So, yeah, I think it was it was awesome to see the New Zealand public get around, um, not just the white fans, but I think the the cricket World Cup as a whole. And similarly, I think. We can um, the women's rugby our game can learn a lot from that um, that success and and I think that the the momentum will now start to build as we get closer to the home World Cup and like I just honestly hope that um, like people get to games people in small town support whether we're supporting the Black Ferns or a team just to get around the World Cup buzz and. Um, and I know that countries who come here and play are going to absolutely love being around New Zealand and, and what it has to offer as well.
1: Well, uh, your tournament in Van, on Vancouver Island is April 30th to May the 1st. Sarah, uh, after that, what's on the plate for you? More sevens or that focus on the 15s? Uh, no, a lot,
0: we've got a lot more sevens to go. We, we'll play in Langford. Um, the team will then fly over to France and play... Um, three weeks after Lancet in, in Toulouse um, then we come home, we've got a com Games build up for Sevens we've got a Sevens World mm. Cup and then hopefully transfer over to Fifteens after that so a busy year for all of well
1: bus- that, but yeah. S- certainly <laughs> is a busy and a, an exciting year uh, and for you two uh, in particular Sarah uh, thanks so much for your time this morning, great to see you girls back on the road again and uh, it'll lift the ratings incredibly I know that so uh, fantastic. Uh, all the best over there uh, at Langford, and after that uh, for that programme coming up. Sounds like uh, it's going to be a hell of a year for you. Great fun. Good luck.
0: Thanks so much, Tony. Appreciate your support too.
1: When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato
0: and aioli. So we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.